welcome to Senpai's Playlist. And we're actually recording this time. So, I think I'll tell you this. Last episode, we didn't record the beginning of the episode. Completely skipped it. <laughs> That's on me, because I'm the audio guy. I just deals with the social media and... Um, Information tracking, data entry. I was entry gonna say, not even not data entry, but not so. I don't do social media. I'm horrible at social media. I know, but you kind of like you put the uh, you make the playlist. First. Oh yeah, I gotta do that for the last one though. And, like and you do play. data entry because you keep track of everything yeah. you played. So again, that's on me, the audio guy, and I'm not even that good. So apologies to that. Just so y'all know how much we love y'all, we could be playing Tears of the Kingdom right now, but we're here recording this. First off. Great game. Possibly game of the year, but we'll see. And Clara's frozen because the camera does this thing where she has to, like, you know, talk to the hand it. Um, it's because when in low lighting, it has trouble being like, oh, there's a person there. There's always a person there. <laughs> but uh, incredible game. Um, fuck those hand pits. <laughs> because I found, you hear a system one laughing about this in the background. Let me explain something about these hand pits, first and foremost, okay? Hey, you didn't even beat the hand pit. No, I didn't, because <laughs> I shot two bomb arrows at this shit, thinking, okay, oh, eyes are weak, obviously. I shot two bomb arrows, took, like, the entire stock of bombs I had and arrows, killed two of the hands, and then looked back, wait, why are there four again? <laughs> the key is that you gotta just shoot regular arrows and take turns so you whittle down each of their health so it doesn't respawn the hands oh but it gets better because according to claire and some yeah. other sources i found online um fucking uh apparently if you kill all the hands in a hand pit uh -huh. it turns into a shadow clone of fucking ganon yeah i don't even know where to begin with how the fuck am I supposed to fight a shadow of fucking Ganon? I don't have light arrows. This I had Ocarina of Time. I had two fairies and I died three times. Oh my I try God. and turn the light behind me on. That might help. No, you're good. But like, oh my God, I don't even have fairies. There's over there trying to um fix the. Was there a, did a light come on? Oh, okay, that light. Yeah, more background I, light, I think, might help. I don't, I don't even have fairies, okay? I I forget where I got those fairies. I got them somewhere, like, there's like, just, like, three of them. I want to say it was oh, wait, are they the, Are they, like, the light, or are they, like, they look like fireflies or something? Yeah, like? yeah, no, they look like Navi. Uh, so, remember, you, oh. you pressed the wild, I'm, so I tried fire. Oh, yeah, there's like, three um, fairy um, fountains. Yeah, no, but it wasn't at the fairy fountain, I think. I found them. I found them somewhere different. But you used to be able to farm these in Breath of the Wild. I haven't been able to find them the same way in Tears of the Kingdom. Is you just chop down a shit ton of grass, occasionally they just kind of spawn out of it in Breath of the Wild. I need to... I, I don't I don't even think I have empty jars for her. Regardless, this game... You don't need jars for them in this one. You just okay. um, gotta, like, sneak up on it or get and it fast because okay. they disappear. This game is fucking incredible, okay? Assistant One has been watching me play it. Um... I beat the first temple, okay, which, that was fun. Getting up there was a bitch. Like, okay, I'm sitting there. So, you know how, like, it gives you in the, you know, the first area, you go to the three shrines, you get the ultra hand, ascend, 
you. Ascend is it. the best. I love Ascend. Oh, so. I'm about to get on the Ascend thing. So I'm going to the first temple, and I get, I'm getting across. I get to this giant stone pillar. I'm like, oh fuck. I guess. Oh wait, I got the air guy behind me. He could, I could get up, use a pine cone, start a fire, fly up, and then like try to shimmy up. And I did this for like 15 minutes <laughs> trying to climb up this thing. I'm like, fuck, I can't make it up. Fuck, man. God damn, if only there was a way to fly up through the, through. the, and then I looked over at this one, she's like, what? And I went, and I, yeah, they said that, like, can't you just swim, don't you have a thing that you can, like, swim through rock? I'm like, you're so used to the, the like, the stuff you have from your Sheikah slate, you forget. Well, yeah, I was just like, I, this game, although I did, I saw something on YouTube, and you need to try this. So, first chance you get, whenever we're done recording, we're gonna keep this short tonight because we need to play Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, get you a boomerang, attach the flaming dragon head to that bitch, and throw it. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, okay. Jules. Why is Jules limping? Jules oh, has. Uh, they uh, fractured their ankle again. Ah! Ugh. Well, we, we, and we, I told them that we're gonna have to talk about this because it's supposed to be, you know, in sickness and in health, but it seems like a lot of sickness happening and a lot of sickness in my that, future. That's fucked up, Claire. That's real <laughs> fucked up. Y'all even said they I went, do they yet. saw um they went to see my doctor today and oh um <laughs> I like my doctor said exactly what I fucking said, where it's like two times in two years is a lot for broken bones so like there's some i told it like I, before they even broke it the second time i was like you seem to get hurt a lot i'm like there must be some kind of like deficiency somewhere and that's what my doctor said well you gotta remember she also chases after kids oh no this was they they felt they don't do that anymore they work with middle schoolers it's still kids like i'm in and out of it no but I'm... they they fell down the stairs taking the trash out ow well, like that fell down. All not like like it's not like a they lot of stairs. They twisted their like, ankle. Slip. They yeah. slipped down in some leaves on the staircase in the outdoor staircase. Take listen, the trash out. And that's listen. I've almost fallen down your staircase outside before. That's a slippery, treacherous fall. So, so I, are you I'm, talking about the one I'm talking about? The one that's in the side of the house? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. remember sex when in that staircase once? Is that something you want to do? Like, if I come see you. No, that was when I was like, I was like 18 Jesus and God. we were smoking and he's like, eh. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but no, I can understand because like, here's the thing. I, I fucked up my ankle. It still hurts. Like if I sit a certain way and I move it, mm -hmm. it, I will feel extreme pain. So I'm pretty sure like I rolled it one too many times at work. But, um. Oh yeah, no. I mean, we used to when I, we used to play soccer. I had to get specialty shoes because we found out I had extremely narrow ankles, and cleats. I would just like sprain and roll my ankles, like every week. And my so my coach was like, "You should try these" because she had the same issue. So we ended up getting turf shoes instead yeah. of regular cleats because it gives a little more like stability. coverage on the back end. Yes, stability. Okay. So that worked a lot better for me. But yeah, oh my god, we used to play. You know double headers for softball play a full game with like you know ankles that are like like look that's why i usually wear high tops because i need support on my ankles because i've i've fucked up my ankles several times like between wrestling and working physical jobs it's just I feel like it's I, happens. being a stripper strengthens my ankles somehow because <laughs> man wearing those heels all the time oh my god i have like 
twisted the shit out of my ankle in those heels. I fell on the, the staircase at work is like, you know, the basement stairs, the length of that. Mm-hmm. It's a little longer than that and they're not padded. Ooh. And I like tripped on a cord. My ankle went out from under me and I just fell all the way down those stairs. I almost hit my friend Rose. Did you at least make it look sexy when you did it? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I've never looked sexy falling. I've fallen a couple times at there and I can guarantee you, I was so embarrassed every single fucking time. It was horrible. But um at least this was like kind of behind the scenes so no one really saw it. Like uh, I fall in front of people on stage. It was mortifying. Oh yeah, uh but Tears of the Kingdom is definitely it, it is definitely my candidate for game of the year mm-hmm. this year so far. Well what I mean, else has I, come out this year? Well so far from what I know it's been nothing but remake honestly for me. It's been remakes, nothing but sorry. remakes. Resident Evil 4 Remake, Dead Space 3 Remake. remake. Um, Did the Callisto Protocol come out this year? No, that came out last year in December. I still haven't played it because, well, I think they patched it, but I'm still, uh... Yeah, you told uh, me about the the bug in it. Falling through thing. Um, I have played the new Street Fighter and plays like Street Fighter 4. It's like, it's back to Street Fighter being Street Fighter. Uh Uh-huh. Rather than what they try to do with 5. Um, the new Final Fantasy looks... Yo, next month oh, is Oh, I'm so, so excited for FF16. Yo, next month is so packed. Uh, June 2nd is uh, Diablo 4. No, no. Diablo 4 comes out June 6th or 8th. You get June your pre-order and at GameStop, I think the bonus is a poster. Uh, June 2nd is... Uh, uh, some game comes out June 2nd, and I'm, like, blinking right now. Like This month it's... I have Winter's Wish Edo period. It's a dating sim. It's hentai, isn't it? It's just hentai. It is reverse harem dating sim. There's no hentai in it, actually. Because it's reverse like... Hair. I mean, Switch has very few actual, like, hentai. You know, even, like, on Steam, the rated M adult games, you need to, like, download a patch to get the actual sex. Oh, my God. I think you... I remember you telling me about this, but... Yo, I am blinking right now. What games come out? I don't know if it actually will come out this winter but final fantasy retrograde is yeah, it it's supposed to come out winter Summer, this right? year yeah yeah uh, I'm fucking ready. oh we know you are oh uh, let's see i am like because i'm really blinking here i'll pull in a little towards the light go towards the lights oh that's june 2022 hard to put my feet up like this like I'm super All right, let's see. Um, there's something I what am I? That's May. Okay, June. Oh, Street Fighter Six. Duh. Street Fighter Six comes out June second. Diablo Four comes out June sixth. Uh, Final. Fi- I'm also looking forward to Aliens Dark Descent because it's a tactical aliens, um, tactical RPG with aliens. So Final Fantasy Sixteen June twenty sixth. Where the fuck are we gonna find the time to play these games? And then you, you, you got to think about all you the games. That... don't sleep. I have to sleep. I have to. I'm old, okay? I'm old, too. Not yeah. as old as you, but still old. But, um, between, uh, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of games that fly under the radar. Yeah. Honestly, Which... I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom probably up until FF16 comes out. And then I, what I'm going to do, you know, is I'm going to beat the storyline, uh-huh. play and FF16, I... and then go back and 100 the game. 
you and your 100%, but... Not always. I did get another platinum trophy. I finally... Because it was like, I, I looked at my trophy list, and I was like, Horizon Forbidden West, I was already at like 91% from just beating the game. I'm like, I, okay, that won't be hard. I, I need to go... I need to get that again and go back and play that, but... um. I'm thinking about doing a new game plus. I really enjoy, I enjoy the DLC, so I'm probably going to try and get a platinum in that, too, because it'll be easy. But yeah, I... um. But talking about things that fly on the radar, which is kind of our um, topic today. Tracks from anime we feel like people haven't seen. These are anime that, like, in our opinion, either didn't get enough love, or we think no one's seen it. Uh, like, I'm looking at Claire, the tracks Claire sent me. I'm looking at the list. I was like, I know of the one, but I've never seen it. The other two, I have no idea what this is. That's so funny, because that's what I thought about your list. Like... And the, my, my last pick of the night, it is a tragedy that this show didn't get enough, like, ground. And I feel like it definitely needed a second season. Um, and the only reason why, there was another show I was going to put on this list. But I was like, no, I want to save that for anime to deserve a second season. Because, which, um, it's one of my suggestions for this year. Um, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Like, if you ever just... Definitely go watch that. But anyway, this is a... Uh, what number episode is this? Is this an odd or an even? I want to call it the list. The list. The list. So much scrolling now. We've done so many episodes. Alright. We are... Alright, so it depends. Because remember we had this discussion last episode. Because the last... We did our top ten was technically in two parts. But you considered it all one. So we would yeah. technically be on even then. Nah, we're still going. What was that? What was last episode? So it was episode five. Was the last one. So this is episode six. So would this be, would be yeah. even. So I go first. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. So my first track of the night. So I actually have one bonus track, but um, I feel like people have seen this. At the same time, I feel like people haven't seen it because I don't hear people talk about it that much, which is the concept of this episode. Is it a newer anime? No, this came out way before. I'm pretty. It came out before I met you, but uh, first track of the night what? is newer technically. All right, so first track of the night is called "Beautiful Fighter" by Angela, and this is the opening to Shikabane Hime Aka. Uh, based, also known as Corpse Princess. Here's a track.
Alright, we're back. That was Beautiful Fighter, the opening to Shikabane Hime Aka. And that was done by Angela. So, just to give y'all some history of this, because I believe, uh, yeah, Corpse Princess. Alright, there it goes. Um, as well as Corpse Princess here in the States. Um, hmm. Oh, wow. This thing actually ran for a while. So the original manga ran from April 2005 to August 12, 2014. 23 values. Huh. The anime ran from October 2008 to March 2009. Uh, let's see. Premise. After being murdered, Makina Hashimura turns into a living corpse princess, or Shikabana Hime. Armed with dual Mac 11 submachine guns, she must... Kill 108 other Shikabane in order to gain entry into heaven. She assisted in this task by Keisei Tagami, a Buddhist monk with links to an anti-corpse group known as the Kugan sect. Galton goes to avenge the death of her family by destroying the Shikabane known as the Seven Stars. So, um, this is, it's not a gory anime, but it's definitely, um, blood. Like, there's a good bit of blood. Definitely not for kids. Um, teenagers, definitely yes. So... I would definitely give this a look-see if you ever get the chance. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, there's only a couple of episodes in the OVA, but if you... I really should look into reading the manga. I'm pretty sure that's probably just as gruesome, though. Don't yeah, I sure. have not seen this one, but I've definitely seen the cover art for it. So it's definitely, like, popped up on one of my, like, streaming services, probably. Yeah, uh, my friend Eric, he has this poster, and that's how I found out about the anime. I was like, hey, what's that? He goes... You don't know about Corpse Princess? So I remember going home and watching it and watching all of it on Netflix. I mean, I need a refresher because um, I forget how the last couple of episodes, but it wasn't the end. So it's the same. So yeah. um, definitely uh, check out Corpse Princess. Uh, so speaking of gore and shit like that. So I watched a lot of movies this past weekend because I... um. I kind of finagled my way into having all five days straight. So, uh, so we watched Evil Dead Rise. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Um, gory as you could not watch this with Jules at all. For a second, I thought you were going to say, I you don't think I could even watch. I'd be like, that has to be like super fucking gory if you don't think even I could handle it. Like, um, it was 
gory. Oh. I mean... I definitely have to see it now, because that... Gory. Is it bad that that kind of excites me? Teenagers die in this. I'm fine with that. Huh? I feel like I, I could watch a movie that. and have, like, a baby decapitated. I wouldn't care. I know it's fake, like... Like, look, this is how gory it is. Teenagers so, die in a lot of movies. Look, I'm, this is how gory it is. So... Normally, when we watch certain things, we're kind of okay with Kai watching certain things, okay? I was trying to finish watching it, because when I watched it, we had just, um, I forget what we did earlier that day, but we kind of had a bit of a long day. And I was trying to watch it, and I started falling asleep. Not because I was bored, just because I was exhausted. And so we went to finish watching the last of the, the last little bit of it, and Kai was on she and they go, no. Assistant number one was like, no, cannot watch this around the kid. At all. I'm like, because like the last like 20, like 30 to 20, 20 to 30 minutes of that, complete gore fest. I mean. Worse oh. than like torture porn? No, torture porn is its own thing that like I, I won't, eat, I, I can't even watch that. Really? I can't, I can't get off on it. Look. I mean, I don't like, get off on it, but I enjoy watching it. Look, don't get me wrong. I like. It's I mean, like truth or dare, saw, like oh, any like cube or anything like that, you know? I mean, look, I look at it this way. There's some things I can get off on, there's some things I can't. Um like being a little aggressive, you know how I get. But actually physically inflicting pain on someone. I mean, it's just fun to watch, you know. I know, but like I just the idea of people like, having... Have you ever seen... It's not even... I guess I wouldn't even consider this torture porn. Have you seen The Collector? No, it's on my list, though, because I think it's I on like Netflix. It. I, I think it's great. I personally like it. I need to watch it. But um, it's like, all right, so I kind of put certain categories of horror and gore. Like, certain movies with horror and gore into two different categories. So you have the category of Terrifier 2 and Terrifier, where it's like... You oh, just art going, is like... <laughs> you're going for straight just... Just shock and gore factor, Fucking like clowns, it's, man. it's it's gratuitous gore, to the and point clown. where it's like this is just this is the like, over the top and ridiculous. Like this, this isn't even scary. It's just like like I watched Terrifier two a couple of months back, and I was just like because I heard people talking about like oh people walking out of the theaters because and honestly I was bored. So the I didn't whole think time. the gore was even that like, that believable to me. It was Art the clown that his face is just creepy. I mean yeah, so, like, but it's just. I feel like, so, I wouldn't even consider this necessarily as even, like, scary. Have you seen Last Shift? I think it's on my list. Look up the cover art. But regardless, it's like, how can I put this? Terrifier 2, to me, it was like, it's over the top, gratuitous gore. Doesn't need to be that much gore. But, I guess some people like that. But for me, I was bored. I'm like, okay, I'm literally just watching this to see at what point it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I can see why people... It's just gratuitous gore i'm like this this has no substance it's like it's like uh i don't know it's just it's just superficial whereas evil dead rise is like okay if you've seen the first all right so if you've seen the original evil deads and then army of darkness okay and then watch the evil dead remake from a couple of years ago all right those are very gory bloody films okay evil dead rise is that but it there's a purpose. You understand why. Like, it's just leaks explain to you why this is happening. And if, you, if you're if you a fan of the franchise, you know, okay, this kind of runs al along with it. So, it, 
in terms of reviews, I give it a solid seven out of ten. Because there's I feel a lot like you give so many movies seven out of ten. Because they're all right. This is how I look at it. I look at movies in the cat in three different categories. Okay, is it something I can watch again? Is it something I would suggest to people? And does it fit in the like how like I look at other movies in terms of like um its genre? Like all right, Evil Dead Rise is the genre of like you know um supernatural demonic you know horror. So like you know and it's gory. You know it's a it's a it's a, it's a blood fest. So it's stuff like um. Like I said, the other Evil Deads and shit like that. Um, what's another? What's another good, gory, bloody, like demonic, supernatural horror movie? I'm actually you too. Like it, I, but, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm Claire thinking and Assistant Number One are both doing the same thing with the eyes. Like, because huh. so I know a lot of the. So for me, it's like finding that combination of supernatural and gory. Oh, I guess. I don't know if this is considered supernatural. It's actually no, it's not gory. Jeepers mind. Creepers, Jeepers Creepers. Although, would that consider be would that be considered a creature flick? There's so many subgenres nowadays. Regardless, regardless, I put it in those three categories. Okay, so one, I would definitely suggest this to someone like, hey, this is good. This is a good Evil Dead movie in the um in the franchise. If you're a fan of Evil Dead, you'll like this. Even if you're not a fan of Evil Dead, you would still like this. Um, would I watch it again? If, like, you came up and wanted to watch it, or if, like, there's a group of people around, and I'd watch it again. And does it fit its genre, and is it good compared to other things in its genre? Yes. I mean, it's not the best, but it still gets a solid 7 out of 10. Okay, because I feel like there were certain things, like, there are certain things that happened, and I'm just like, uh... I guess, so my question to you is, like, what would you consider, like, a 10 out of 10 horror film? Hereditary. Oh yeah, we've talked about we yeah, I agree with that. Hereditary and the thing. The original or the remake? The original. The remake's okay. Mm -hmm. But it does not hold a candle. Because the remake isn't even a remake, it's a prequel. It, oh yeah, you're right. And I hate prequels. I really I don't actually, like prequels. I, so I didn't I normally don't mind prequels, and I actually kinda liked the prequel. It's okay. It's not bad. It could be worse. I remember when the first time I ever saw the thing, it was I think I was like 14 or 15, so it was a little later in life. Um, my best friend's grandparents, we stayed at their beach house a lot, and they had a VHS of it. Uh -huh. So we watched The first time I saw it, because, uh, so when I was a kid, and this is for all you that don't watch cable anymore, because cable is a thing of the past. So when I was a kid, uh, my dad was always watching, like, the sci-fi channel, okay? They that was my dad. Yeah, like, we talked about this, like, other kids, dads watching ESPN and football and basketball. My dad's <laughs> watching Doctor Who and Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek. Oh my god, my dad had so, to like learn to play sports because we played sports. Oh god, my, I mean, my dad did track and field when he was in school. He was a little shocked when he found out we liked baseball, and I was shocked to find out that he actually liked football and he was a Steelers fan. My dad likes to watch sports, but I don't think he ever played them. He. I'm going to get what I requested on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> he grew up in a lacrosse family, if anything, but I don't think he actually ever played. But he was, like, his... He, they were that white family, so he knows how to sail. Hey, hey, lacrosse is a tough sport. But So think about it this way. My dad grew up in the whitest family. It's lacrosse and sailing. I wish I knew how to sail. I would love to go fishing. Well, if you ever want to learn how to sail, my dad. But anyway. Um, but yeah, the first time I saw the thing, like, again, my dad would watch on um, Sci-Fi Channel. It would be on commercials. Like, they would do little... 
like clips about the sci-fi channel. It'd be like little clips of other shows and movies and shit. I always wondered like, what the fuck is this movie? So then fast forward to I'm an adult and me and my ex-wife, we were like in our first apartment and we were like flipping through the channels looking for something to watch. And I'm like, nine, I'm 20 at this time. Actually, no, I'm 21. And she's like, oh, The Thing. I'm like, the what? She goes, The Thing. I was like, I've never seen that. She goes, we're going to watch this. I was like, yo. Because it's perfect. Because it gives you a premise. And it's that thing of like, who can you trust? I even went out and bought the video game. And the video game is, it, it doesn't get enough praise. But Hereditary and The Thing. Did you like The, the Fly? I love The Fly. Yes, I love The Fly. And I love the sequel, The Fly 2. I know a lot of people don't like Fly 2. But I like Fly 2. But, so here's why I put Hereditary and The Thing in those two categories. And the reason why Hereditary gets a perfect 10, which is weird enough, I will never watch Hereditary again. From beginning to end, I will never watch it again. But it's a perfect movie because it does what it's supposed to do. It sticks with you. It fucks up your head. Very few movies, because you go into Hereditary looking at it like, I don't know what the fuck this movie is. And it is the slowest of fucking burns. And then... Once shit starts going down, you're like, what the fuck? And, like, throughout the movie, there's so many what-the-fuck moments. And it just sticks with you. It sits with you. I forget. And have so you seen The Babadook? I have. And as a parent, look, judging it from the perspective of, like, someone that isn't a parent, I would give The Babadook a 6 out of 10. But as a parent, especially if you're a single parent, mm-hmm. it gets an 8 out of 10. If you have kids and you watch that movie... If you have kids, you should watch this movie. I need to retry watch. So I fell asleep partway through. Well, because you don't have kids. See, I watched it. Me and Carmen watched that. Babadook? That's an Australian thing? Oh, shit. Well, assistant number one, uh, Babadook's an Australian thing. <laughs> this is what your parents tell you about if you misbehave. They said oh. the Babadook will come for you. God damn. That's hilarious. But yeah, it's so, like the uh, Russians have, um, what is it? Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Yeah. yeah. Baba, Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Aha, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, Baba Yaga. yeah, Babadook gets an 8 out of 10 if you're a parent. If you're not a parent, 6 out of 10. I mean, well, yeah, yeah 6 out of 10. But, like, yeah, like, I get, because I break movies in a certain way. Because it's like, on the one hand, I can suspend a certain disbelief. On the other hand, it's like, this is stupid. And it was like my suspense of disbelief is suspended so much like, okay, this is getting fucking ridiculous. That's when I'm like, okay, I got to knock this down a few pegs, okay? I don't ever start a movie out at 10. I start out at 1, and then I let it build up. And then it gets to a point where it's like, eh. Like, um, well, I'll tell you what else I watched, but let's play your first track of the night. All right. My first track of the night is going to be... Cross the Line by Aquino with Bless For, which is right. the first opening to Izetta the Last Witch. All right. I think this is on Netflix, right? I don't think so. Anyway, here's a track. Oh, 
it is not what I saw it. That's a different um anime. So I've talked about this one before, like very briefly. And we are back. That was Cross the Line by Akino with Bless 4 from Izetta the Last Witch. I think, I, I think I've we... mentioned this anime very briefly as in do not watch it because I didn't like it. So why it... the fuck are you putting it on the list? <laughs> because I like the song and it is one of those just like, it wasn't the best anime. It has a horrible rating. I kind of agree with it. But it is like, I don't know, you know, not enough people watch Yuri anime. Oh. I was gonna say, if anything, this could have went on the fucking um, because we do have a topic for anime we don't like, but we love the music. This could have went on that list. That whole list for me is just JoJo's. Oh, I know it's gonna be JoJo. No, that was anime Claire doesn't like. Just either way. Oh, um, all right. So, what is the concept of this anime? So basically, this anime is about a. Well, I guess, so it's about both a witch and a princess whose country is going to war with another country. Apparently, the they're like, all right, here, there's, there's tons of spoilers here happening, just so you know. Like, eh, I, I recommend not watching this anime, so I'm going to spoil it for you. They're oh like childhood God. friends. <laughs> they're childhood friends, but one of them, you know, is a witch who draws power from the earth. She flies on a machine gun of sorts. And, you know, lots of, like, subtle lesbianism ensues, battles, tons of battles. She basically, try, you know, is trying to help her friend win this war. But, like, subtly, but not, not really that subtly, actually. She's, like, she's basically, like, a public figure now. There is a scene where she gets felt up, so that makes it almost worth the watch. By the, by the, the person who makes the clothes, she used to, like, for, the, for her size, she has to cup her boobs. And Listen. that's what truly matters about this anime. <laughs> Listen. Um. Listen. I, look, I muted my mic because I was eating a slice of pizza. And when you said about she flies around on a machine gun, the first thing that came to mind is fucking Bullet Witch, which is a horrible game for the Xbox 360 no one should ever play. But anyway, all right. Uh, and well, just so kinda... she doesn't mean to ride on the machine gun. I feel like she started on a broom, but at the time that she was awoken from her slumber, the machine gun was the only thing that she could ride. Because that was all that was around. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Wow. Um, maybe I'll give this a look-see. Not for the filling up, but <laughs> just, just... Sure. Oh, my sure. God. Anyway, um, so, like I said, I watched, um, I watched Evil Dead Rise, um, I watched One Piece Red, and I give it a solid 8 out of 10. That's the one with the concert? Yeah. Music and it's great. And then the funny part is that, um, like, the main bad guy is also, like, a good... Like, her powers are, like, broken as fuck. And my first thought was, this is some Madara shit. Like, that ass some Are you really gonna put on the scarf right now? Sam. Is it that cold down there? 
It's not, but I wanted to see how soft it was. It looks soft. Uh, you and this one with textures and clothes. Like, just... I like soft things against my face. I was going to say something, but I'm going to say Were this. you going to say titties? Because that's what I was thinking. I was going to say something else, but oh, also you froze. Are you going to say, like, penises or something? No, no, just, just, anyway. Um, so, One Piece Red, 8 out of 10. Um, I also, oh, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, and this one had to rain on my parade because I got the collector's popcorn bucket and cup. And the first thing is, the popcorn bucket's metal. You know this is going to rust. It's metal. You should have understood that from the rust. All they had was me- Anyway. Um, you just can't use it for anything. I use it for popcorn. I might use it for more popcorn. Nope. Honestly, I have this really ridiculous idea. And I know I'll probably die doing this. One day, I want to get like one of those popcorn buckets and just fill it with fucking ice cream. You should take it to the 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven Day. They said if you can find something that fits in the hole. I feel like it would fit. You sure it'll fit, Claire? I don't know. I don't know how big the hole is. I mean, it's fit before. (laughs) (laughs) I am no longer talking about 7-Eleven Day, just so you all know. You're such a pervert. You like it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's why we're friends. Because we're both perverts. <laughs> I, I am not. You're like Julie. Julie calls me a pervert, too. We're both perverts, okay? I don't know if I'd use the word pervert for me as much as, like, I am just, like, I know who I am. Alright, so you're telling me if I tied you to a chair yeah. and just had a gorgeous-ass woman just waving their titties in your face. What? I'm just saying, like, you... you... No! Oh, God. Why are everyone giving me a weird look? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, also saw... uh, So, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, 9 out of 10. It's a very sad movie. Oh, because of the rocket thing? It is a very sad movie. It's a movie about healing. That that entire movie is just about healing. I still haven't seen it. I hate movie theaters. Since well, they got rid of my Fiesta Poppers. Claire, they're not coming back. Deal with I know, it. it's so sad. I mean, I could try to remake them, but it's just... I gotta I learn could... how to make jalapeno poppers first. Or I love jalapeno, jalapeno poppers. poppers. I yeah, just gotta learn how to make homemade... That'd be amazing. Yeah, but it's the point of, like, you know, stuffing the jalapeno popper and then deep frying it. That's, that's the issue. Though. I've made jalapeno poppers before. So you can make Fiesta Poppers. Something about theirs just tastes better. Anyway. Uh, I also watched um, Scream 6. Didn't that come out a while ago? Yeah, but it just came out digitally. Not too uh. long ago. Oh, 8 out of 10. Like, I, I will get... The reason why it's getting 8 out of 10, because as long as this franchise has been going, for them to pump out these last two Scream movies and they be of superb caliber and then even in the like oh my god i would give scream this much credit like i'm like all right i can figure out who the fuck is the killer and like even this movie i still when it got to them revealed who the killer was i was like 
Oh, fuck. They got me again. I could and never it, really get into the screen movies. They're, they're, look, if you grew up on slasher fix like I did, like, all right, case in point. Um, Jason is a horror, but it's also slasher fix. Even though Jason is a, as someone once said, he is just a, um, he's a, uh, what do they call him? He's a natural born disaster. He's he's just a creature of like nature. Okay. Like you can't even put him in the category of a zombie or a ghoul. He's just a natural disaster, so to say. I've heard that. So whereas, I don't know. I so i I guess I didn't grow up on Slash Fix, but I've seen a decent amount of them. I actually ended up, I grew up mostly on Spawn. Because my best friend as a kid was super into that kind of stuff, so I saw a lot of like those types of stuff first. Like we all we used to watch all the classics, so like Wolfman, Beast of Twenty Thousand Fathoms, like The Fly, those types of things. Uh, like uh, The Incredible Shrinking Man. I've actually seen that The Incredible Sh- Shrinking Man because at the end, doesn't. The cat attacked the house or something because it's in black and white? It's in black and white. I don't remember the cat part. All I remember is the spider, the pin needle, and the fact that he never got big again. I remember, um, because, so Sci-Fi Channel, which I'm sad they don't do this no more, used to have, like, a block of, like, creature feature or sci-fi movies on, like, the weekends, and they don't do that no more, or if they do, it's like, newer blockbuster titles or whatever like i miss the b movie creature features like um for instance tnt used to have monster vision and it was nothing but b movies and that's how i found movies like um it lives the original uh which the remake is pretty good if you ever see that uh, it lives uh zaram uh vampire hunter d um because these were, like, things they showed, like, late night. Uh, there was a lot of things they showed on Monster Vision. It was just dope. But, um, yeah. So, Scream 6, 8 out of 10. I w- if you're a fan of the franchise, you'll definitely love this one. Okay? Like, they'll have you guessing every which way of who's who. Um, and then I also watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, that was it. All right. So, this is where one of the moments where, as someone that... Grew up on Mario Bros. And used to watch the cartoons. And have seen the original Super Mario Bros. movie. With John Lagazamo and um, Bob Hopkins. It, it, it's hard for me. Because it's like, okay. Am I judging this based off of the nostalgia factor? Or am I judging this based off of this is actually a good movie? And... Ultimately, I came down to the decision, it's a, it's, it's kind of, it's a 7 out of 10. It's not a solid 7 out of 10, but it's a 7 out of 10. I like the fact that they addressed a lot of things, like, for instance, okay, like, there's a part of the movie where they're doing a commercial for, they have their own little commercial, and they even say, and Luigi looks at Mario's like, isn't the Italian accent a little bit much? Because then they're talking regularly. I'm like, okay, they addressed that. Like, they don't sound like actual Italians. They just did it for the commercial, okay? Uh, Then there's things that happened throughout the movie that was like, okay, like, I like this. There's a lot of callbacks, a lot of Easter eggs and things like that. Jack Black as fucking Bowser is fucking amazing. I feel like that's, that's, like, the only reason I would really see it as Jack Black. 
Like I really, what I really would love if they decided to do this like a crossover thing. Have Jack Black have Jack Black's Bowser meet Jim Carrey's Robotnik. <laughs> Just because <laughs> I remember when they first announced Jim Carrey was going to be Robotnik for the new Sonic movie for the Sonic movie. I'm like, that's the only thing that's going to save this movie. And really? Because I know that, a lot of people are skeptical about it. Oh, I was highly skeptical. I was like, that's the only <laughs> thing that's going to... And then the movie came, I was like, yo, this, I took the boys actually to go see it. I was like, yo, this is dope. I know, so, I meant about Jim Carrey's casting in general. A lot of people were like... I knew Jim Carrey was going to kill that role. The only thing was like, but he's not fat. But he killed that role. He's like the per. I can't see no one else acting as Robotnik other than Jim Carrey. And then the sequel came out, Sonic the Hedgehog. I can see like, Jack Black doing it. <laughs> Oh my God, Jack Black is Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> but he'd have to shave his beard and have the mustache. Like, he could do it. Yeah, I know Jack would do Get it. But like, back. but like the Mario Brothers movie, it's a 7 out of 10. It's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. I think people of all ages... The boys have apparently watched this thing like three times already. Okay? Um... Uh, it's definitely something like if you grew up on Mario, you'll enjoy it. You'll love all the like call out and Easter eggs. Um, it takes a while to get used to Chris Pratt's voice. But I feel like if you didn't put like this, I feel like if they didn't announce who was voicing Mario, if there was no internet and you didn't know who was voicing Mario and they didn't put up who's voicing Mario and you didn't find out to the end, you'd have never told. You, you'd have never known like, oh, that, he doesn't sound Italian. They address the fact that they don't sound Italian. So... It's a good movie. 7 out of 10. I would definitely suggest people go see it. Or watch it. It's not a bad movie. That's my final Super Mario Brothers movie. 7 out of 10. So. But alright. So I'm going to play my next track of the night. Hmm. Alright. This is called Modern Strange Cowboy. And it's done by the group Grand Rodeo. And it's from the anime called Needless, which, oddly enough, is another anime that I watched on Netflix. <laughs> so here's the track.
We got Tears of the Kingdom to play. Well, I put in a coma and completely annihilate uh, We're back. Uh, I'm not so, Benadryl. No, they said Claritin and Zyrtec. Take both at the same time. It'll annihilate your allergies. Anyway, we're back. I don't know. That was, that was Modern Strange Cowboy by Grand Rodeo from the anime, which is the opening to the anime Needless, which is the first opening. Needless actually has two openings. The second one being Cherry Bomb. So. Have we played Cherry Bomb before? No, I don't Sounds think so. Sounds so familiar. And no, I'm, th- I'm thinking about the Runaways. Yeah, that's a Runaway. That is a Runaway song. Um, let me see something real quick. Uh, What was the... No, Scarlet Bomb. Scarlet Bomb. Ah. That is a bit different. Alright, so... Yeah. And that was done by Aki Masato. I don't know what this dog's doing. Anyway, back to Needless. The anime is set in the year 2030. 50 year. The beginning date remains unclear. 50 years after World War III. The war has left a crater where Tokyo once stood, a place now filled with contaminated rubble. The spot, known as the Black Spot, has electrical power, has no electrical power, with the exception being the Simeon building, and is seen as a dark spherical patch from outer space and one of many black spots across Japan. The black spot eventually becomes populated by outcasts, some of whom, as a result of the contamination, gain various powers called fragments. Those in possession of such fragments come to be known as needless. 
So the concept of this anime, like, well, I just read the synopsis. So the main character is a guy named Adam Blade. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, he has the ability to learn the attacks of his enemies. So basically he's a blue mage. Think, uh, Kamari from fucking Final Fantasy X. Or is it Kimahari? Is it Kamari or Kimahari? I will Google pronunciation. I believe it's Kam Kahari or Kamari. Either way. Um, it's him, a character named Eve, who can um, use an ability called Doppelganger, which allows her to shapeshift. Kamari. Which allows her to shape anything. There's a guy named Cruz, who is... Uh, it's a good anime, okay? There's only like uh, 24 episodes. I saw this on Netflix one day. Uh, by the way, you are frozen once again. <laughs> Claire's camera does not like her. It's... You know what it is? Jules what? Actually, Jules turned off. God damn. Here. Oh, Jules turned off. The... Yeah, was they went back to Golden Room. Oh, and turned, turned off, off the, the light. light. <laughs> you can just turn it back on. Oh god. Okay. I will turn right. it off. Okay, but anyway, uh, while Claire's doing that, um, so this is an anime I saw on Netflix. Um. It was, like, during the time in which, like, I literally, all I was doing, like, this is before I had kids. All I was doing was, like, going to work and coming home. That was it. And I used to just watch Netflix nonstop because I had a, um, so it was a weird situation. So I, it was my second apartment after my ex-wife. I had the place fully furnished. I was working, like, damn near every day. Um, I had a TV in the front room and a TV in the bedroom. TV in the bedroom had the cable box hooked up to it. And the TV in the front room just had, um, what was it? Uh, had my Xbox 360 hooked up to it. Okay. Uh, and the way I did it was, how was I doing? Oh, so the TV in the front room had the Netflix feature on it because it was a real bad storm. And the storm shorted out the Ethernet port of my 360. Oh, I'm so fucking pissed. So I wasn't able to get on the internet no more with my 360. So I could only watch Netflix on my TV. It was very saddening. And because I couldn't play any Xbox games online. And then like two months of dealing with that eventually. Did 360 not have Wi-Fi? Uh the 360 in the beginning did not have a Wi-Fi built-in component. You could eventually they came out with a Wi-Fi adapter, which was shit. It was absolute shit. You had to like be like damn near next to the fucking router for that shit to work, okay? Like, cause I, my friend Keith, let me borrow his Wi-Fi adapter, right? So I had the 360 in the bedroom, and I had the router out in the front room, and like I was get like it was buffering like there was no fucking tomorrow. It was it was uh it was so fucking irritating. Um, eventually I traded the 360 with a friend of mine's. He gave me his, like, he get, he gave me, uh, he took mine because he had a Wi-Fi, he had a router in his room and he had a Wi-Fi adapter. And I took his because it made noise, which I don't have that, actually, I have that 360 still. It's in the bedroom because I switched it out because the disk drive stopped working. And this current one is a black one, regardless. But yeah, so I was about, uh, at this time in my life, I was just going to work and coming home and watching Netflix, okay, like, or playing a game. And like, this around time when Netflix first got the 90s X-Men. Um, Gad Gear. It literally went in this order. I watched 90s X-Men. Then I found Gad Gear on Netflix. Um, the only reason I didn't include Gad Gear on this list is because I don't like the opening song. And I don't like the ending song. Because it's just jazz. And I love jazz. But I was like, eh, 
that's a good look. If you ever get a chance, watch Gad Gears. Um, or is it Gad Guard? I have to look up the name of that again. But anyway, uh, Mega Man type art style. But anyway, uh, so I watched that and then I came across this anime. Gad Guard. Gad Guard. That came across this anime, Needless. And I was like, okay. Um, it's very, there's some edgy parts of it, but it is, it's a good watch. It's 24 episodes, nothing special. I'm but I feel like it's an, etchy. it's an anime that definitely flew under the radar. Like I definitely, it has some Is the etchy with the blue haired girl? Cause I might be out cause that's a lolly trap. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, there's another anime. Oh God. There was another one. I just was thinking about that. Um, uh, oh God. I am drawing a blank. God, my brain, like. Needless, uh, I just looked at the list, and now, now I'm drawing a blank. Okay, those are anime suggestions. Like, ah, uh, it, it'll come to me eventually. But, yeah, like, again, like, anime that just flew under the radar. Like, I watched a lot of anime on Netflix. <laughs> Hell, like, fucking streaming services, how I got back into anime. Like, I was watching anime, but, like, I didn't have, like, a really good streaming service to watch it. Then Hulu started getting more anime, Netflix. So, uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, so, yeah, me and Claire are like, we're not hurrying up. We're taking our time to record this, but we really want to play Tears of Kingdom. <laughs> so, oh, God. So, yesterday, um, I did something really stupid. So, you know, I've been going around getting the Geoglyphs as well, as I'm yeah. the game also trying to get the Sky Towers. Memory like, hunting. Yeah. And I found one What? Hold on a second. There we go, I'm back. <laughs> Did you hear any of that? Was I actually muted? Okay, yeah. so muted. Okay. Uh, sometimes I have to hit the button once or twice. But um, anyway, uh, I've been memory hunting, and I went very far up north after I beat the first temple. And I got a memory. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got that one, too. I, They're I out jumped, of order. I jumped way too far ahead. They're out of order. So oh. I've been skipping the memories, and I'm going to watch them in order. Yeah, same. As after I got all of them. Also ran, I also ran into three-headed ice king Ghidorah. I saw that. There is a fire one and an electric one as well that I found. Look, when I went to, look, I went to go find, there's, there's a fire and electric this? one. I tried fighting the ice one. And, like, I was doing good, but I realized I'm really, like, because you could get the heads down, I guess you could do damage, but I wasn't fast enough to get. I'm like, yeah, no. So I just left. A, I, I just left a mark on the map. Like I'm coming back for you, bitch. Yeah, no. There's also a fire and a lightning one that I found, but I've not saw, approached. Also saw that one dragon you were talking about that's in the sky, that's just floating around up in the sky. I feel like this is like the normal dragons where you can like collect their horns and shit. Oh no, this game is. I ran to my first Lionel. I was like, no. I'll try to find them anyway. I was just like... If I have enough weapons of a certain strength, I could get a Lionel right now. Because I... Assuming they're similar enough to Breath of the Wild, I used to just hunt the crap out of them. I love their gear. I don't have the... Because, you know, we don't... I mean, you kind of do. Like, you have the rewind function. But you don't have that one function where, like, you could freeze them. 
from oh no up, i didn't do that I would, and then like just wail on their asses i didn't ever so you can't do that in master mode so you guys have to learn their patterns look this fucker i shot him and then like he went to like do the i was like oh, i can back up double slice i'm like i see where i fucked up you just gotta learn to master perfect dodge on lionel patterns i oh, bet you they changed it for two look, i haven't found one yet and then the thing that's really killing me is like the whole concept of like all metal weapons are rusted as fuck now. I'm like, this is bullshit. Oh. Don't tell me. No, so this is from Breath of the Wild. I don't know if this will apply to Tears of the Kingdom or if... I bet you you'll find less rusted weapons later on in the game once you progress further. Because it was similar in Breath of the Wild, if I remember correctly. But something you could actually do in Breath of the Wild in the fire territory mm -hmm. was unrust weapons. Oh, yeah. By throwing them into the mouth of that creepy octopus. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Because all the metal weapons are rusted in this game. Like, all of them. Oh, all? Well, yeah, are you sure you can find more later on? No, they talk about it in the game. Like, like all metal has been rusted, like, yeah. in terms of weapons. Unless you that. go up there and you get, like, the construct weapons and shit. I missed that. Maybe they have the weird... I So, I haven't gone to the fire part yet, but maybe they have the octopus thing? Neither have I. I did go to... Um, so, like I said, I beat the first temple. Um, I will say, right off the rip, the first temple boss, I am glad, is definitely different from how it was in Breath of the Wild. Because remember, my complaint about Breath of the Wild was... Was it was all the same shit. Yeah, they all looked the same. That, that shit was just annoying as fuck. Okay, I was like, this, this is stupid. This is fucking annoying uh i assume you got your paraglider as well yeah so, so i explored for probably close to 10 hours before i realized you got the paraglider through the main mission oh no i was just going around like hitting temples and shit and then oh look paraglider like but like i said fucking thing that killed me was like i'm finding the first boss and while i do enjoy his design and everything the fight itself was, it wasn't annoying, it wasn't tedious, but, so, spoilers for anyone that hasn't gotten to the first boss yet. Okay, I apologize. So, it looks like a giant sky centipede. And it's made of, and it has ice. So, what you have to do is... Fire? No, uh, it summons these, like, fucking wind drafts. Like, so you're, like, up in the air. The first boss in the last game did that. And you're kind of, like, falling down. And then, like, it'll shoot, like, ice off its back. And then you have to, like, basically uh, dive you can down. Dive, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to dive down through its center, like, in three different parts to, like, damage it. You can't, like, directly, like, physically attack it. You have to okay. dive through its little center cores. There is and then um, you gotta a do that, like, twice. area that has a similar task to that. So you can get this armor set that helps you with that. I don't remember which one it was, but I found it randomly. I mean, oh no, it's like it, it was a um it, again, in terms of the first boss fight from the first thing, because I was sitting there like, yo, don't tell me I'm going up to fucking uh what was the bird from what was that like Ravali. Ravali like yeah, don't tell me I'm going up there. Not not Ravali. Oh no, you're talking about the I was yeah, talking the about the champion. Beast. I, I forget yeah. their I forget the beast's names. I know the champion's anyway, names. The, the flying great beast. I was like, don't tell me. I gotta go back to this ship. No, it's a giant fucking Viking ship in the sky with oars. 
That shit is dope. Does it have the same puzzles as like the Champions Beast? No. Oh, thank no. God. I, this thing is like I actually did no. not like those. Like I love Breath to... of the Wild, but that was a little. But yeah, I got bare, like I anyway. But like after I got done doing that, I started going further. I was like, oh, I see a geoglyph over here, and I went to it, and I saw this like square thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And system number one points. I was like, that looks like a maze. I'm like, I bet you I'm not supposed to be here. But you know, let me go. Oh wait, no, the maze. Are you talking about the labyrinths? It looks like a square thing. Like, there's a square on the bottom, and there's a giant square brick sitting in the sky. No, nope, that's something else. And I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be over here. So, I went and got the little memory thing out of the geoglyph. I was like, oh, this is memory number 10. Oh, wait, I'm in an area I should not be in. There's some high-level shit over here. We gotta go. We gotta go. And I saw the three-headed ice key door. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Shot an arrow, just... Fuck it, let's see where I'm at. I was surprised you didn't run into the lightning one first. It's way closer. Like, so I, I guess know. my question to you is, what is the hardest boss you fought so far other than the labyrinth, the main boss? Like, mm -hmm. not boss, but like, what is the hardest... Hardest thing that I've came across that I've yeah. multiple times? No, that you actually beat. Like, so that you I've didn't fight beat? the Lionel. You didn't fight the Lionel. Have you beaten any other, like, like a Hinox or a Talos? I've, I've, I've beat a Hinox. The one eye thing. Yeah. I beat one of those. Uh, I came across two, three of those um, Earth Elementals with the fucking thing on his shoulder. Talos. That's what they're called? Taloses? I believe so, yes. And they have like mob mobkins on top of them? Yeah, the battle Taloses. Okay. Yeah. So I beat two of them. There's one that like the mobkins, they're shooting exploding bomb arrows at you. And I, look, I died. So, Mike, the thing is, like, you just got to get a good enough bow. Look, you got to, like, face hit them all look, before they can shoot you. I died in front of it, right? And then it kept respawning me around that fucker. And I kept, and I finally got away. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back and deal you with you. You know you can always load yourself farther back, right? Look, like I said, I'm going to come deal with you later. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't, like... Like I said, the first boss, it wasn't hard. It was a little annoying. I'm like, I want to hit him with a sword, though. I don't want to fucking... Yeah. Oh, you found your bones. See, that's what Lionels are for. Hit them with your sword. No. I I'm love not... I well, love I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to fight any Lionels until I have armor. Lionels are so much better look, look, when I... they can't respawn their health. Look, I will go fight them shits, but I have, like, maybe... Eight or ten hearts. How many hearts and do you have now? I think I have like six hearts for right now. I have four still. I I need like because you take uh what you do is the thing the little um things of light you get. Oh no, I know what you do with. That. Yeah, you Wait, go. I, to... I know. I played this. So Let I prioritize. No, statue. I prioritize stamina for exploration. Oh, my God. My plan is just don't get hit by stuff. You want to know a good way to deal with exploration? <laughs> and this is why you need to go to First Temple, because you get an ability that, like, say, like, you're going to glide, and you see a far distance. Mm -hmm. You get an ability that you can summon a little, like, guy behind you, and he'll use a gust that'll push you way further forward. All right, I'll work on the Storm War, then. Yeah, start. Go I miss Revali's Gale so much. Oh, also, this. before you go, uh... When you get up to the area of the first temple, when you get to the Rito, is it Rito or Riho Village? Rito. When you get to the Rito Village, um, 
at least have at least 500 rupees. Okay. Because you can buy because I when I was up in the sky thing, I found a pair of pants that do cold resistance. Oh, I. Um, okay. So in Rita Village, they have a top that has cold resistance. And it's 500. Okay? It's 500 rupees. All right. Because I got several sapphires, topaz. Yeah, no, I've been I I've been rupees. hunting the taluses for the for the gems. I, I I ran across the basic armor and I was like I you know I buy everything I see in this game like in real life so I had to go for it. Oh my god! But no, for, for the longest time I was literally walking around in just those like snow pants and no shirt. <laughs> Why can I it actually could... see you doing this in real life? It what, could be worse. What's your next trap? <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, I would go naked with Majora's mask, and that was just like my thing. What's your next track? <laughs> My next track of the night is Rolling Hoshi no Dialogue by Starlight Kukugumi from Review Starlight. It's the first opening. Okay. I'll start dialogue on. Alright, and review Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me about this. Anyway, here's the track.
All right. That was Hoshi no Dialogue by Starlight Kukugumi from Review Starlight. What is this? So, haven't seen it all the way through. I started a few week or so ago, maybe actually. Okay. And it is it is interesting. It's kind of whack. It's it's really wacky, I will say. It's about a girl who attends this performing arts like academy and they're like I guess so her her childhood friend comes back from like overseas that went to like a performing arts school overseas comes back and the promise to each other was that they become stars together and she accidentally falls into the world of weird underground performance battles with a giraffe judge. What? Yes. It's on high dive. I like it so far. I'm, you know what? Giraffe Judge. That's um, an episode title. This is. Think of it like this. This is Fight Club for theater performances. Fight Club for theater performances. That's an episode title. <laughs> Say what, dear? What? Fights between theater kids are funny. Oh my god. It's theater fights. I, I you know, Julie has to see Fight Club. Jumped off a banister like Gaston. You know, I will say this about Fight Club. I've seen it. I haven't seen it from beginning to end. I know of it. I know so many people talk about Fight Club. Like, oh, it's iconic. It's this, it's that. So, it depends on how much you want to look in-depth in a movie. It is about more than a lot of people realize it's about. It was... I guess I should say it's complicated. I mean, I get it. I mean, especially with the, like, the... What do you call it? The, uh... The twist. If you will. Yeah. Like, I'm not, not even including the twist. It's like it's supposed to be like an introspective about society and terrorism and whatnot. I get that, but um, I'm also of the mindset that like just some. So I remember talking to someone before, like, you know how you have um, people tell you like, all right, these are must read books. Like these are books that everyone must read one time in their life type thing. Yeah, they're all kind of crap. Hey, do not talk about Lord of the Flies, Huckleberry Finn, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer, and the out the um outsiders like that. How dare you? Take it back. I don't know about Catcher in the Rock, but those oh. first three. All right, so I'll give you the first three. All right, so Lord of the Flies was okay for me. Four Huckleberry Finn was pretty good. I did love the Outsiders. Catcher in the Rock is some shit. Don't read it; it's horrible. Trust I me. Never will. I look. I learned about. Look, I read the clip. It's notes. about a whiny little bitch boy. Yeah, I read the clip notes, and I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm good. It's like Shinji Ikari if he was white. 
Anyway, um, so there's like, and in that retrospect, there's also games that there's video games and movies. I feel like everyone should either play or watch at least once in their lifetime. Like everybody and their grandma, people that don't even play video games know about Tetris, Mario, Pokemon. Okay. I mentioned those three right off the top because those are games that like, honestly, they changed everything for everyone. Because when Mario came out, that's when Nintendo was like, boom, here's the game industry. Because you had so many games on Atari, and like this changed the industry. Tetris had people calling off work. Literally, Tetris had people calling off work just to play Tetris, okay? You can play Tetris on anything nowadays. And I mean anything. We had right? a little handheld Tetris thing growing up. Yeah, see? Um, Pokemon literally changed the world. Mm-hmm. The world, Claire. The it is world. the largest individual multimedia corporation yeah, in the and world. We're on, and we're on, like, what, Gen 9 now? There are over a thousand fucking Pokemon. Yeah. A thousand. Uh, and that's not including the different uh, the region variations. It's over a thousand. Remember when uh, there's 150? Yeah. Ah, simpler times. Simpler times. But, um, same thing with movies. Okay. So, there's some movies that I feel like everyone knows of, or everyone should at least watch once in their life. That's the thing. It's like, it's not just Fight Club. Julie hasn't seen a lot of these classics. All right. I'm going to name five off the top of my head movies that I believe everyone should see once in their lifetime. And I will tell you if Julie's seen them. And each one's from a different genre, mind you. Okay. Has she seen Terminator 2? I don't believe so. Fuck's wrong with her. Break up with her now. I mean them. <laughs> Have they seen the Shawshank Redemption? I don't know that one actually. What the? F- like no, I I mean I know the movie. I don't know if they've seen it. Doing like my meditation because this is bullshit. All right, um, I'm trying to think of a good comedy movie, like something that's just fucking hilarious. I like Elf. If we had to go Will Ferrell movies, Elf is good, but I think Step Brothers is better. Talladega Nights. I still think Step Talladega. Really? Look, if we're if we're ranking Will Ferrell movies, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Elf. Elf is better. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. All right, all right. So I said I so loved Eurovision right. actually. Have they it's newer? But I liked it. So it's not like classic, but I liked it. Have they seen Aliens? Maybe we watched a thing about the making of aliens. That I don't doesn't know count. I, I don't know if they've seen the actual movie or not. I, they don't like horror, though. Remember that? Aliens isn't horror. It's science fiction. It's horror enough to them where it's like they may or may not like although, it. Although, I will say this, which is really fucked up to say. Well, actually, no, it's not fucked up. It's kind of funny. So, I go to sleep sometimes. I made them like, watch Prometheus. I feel like they could deal with aliens. I mean, Prometheus is okay, but anyway. So, I watch really weird things to go to sleep to, okay? Um, for a long time, it was Princess Mononosuke, um, Hannibal. Uh, the TV series? No, the movie. Um, the Distance Between the Stars? Or Distance Between... Uh, I think it's Distance Between the Stars. It's it's that movie about, like, Beatles songs. The person I, I know dating, what you're talking about. I forget the name. The, 
Yeah, the person I was dating last year, they introduced it to me, and I like was going to sleep to it because I was like, oh man, this is dope. Like, it's a good movie. I like musicals. Um, Moulin Rouge. Wait, did I already say Moulin? No, Moulin Rouge. I love Moulin Rouge. I think Julie has seen that. Okay. Yeah, that's the third one. Moulin Rouge. Okay, we're 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 good here. That's Um, the fourth one. That's my fourth one. I think so. Oh yeah, because I said aliens. Okay, so Moulin Rouge. Okay, they've seen that. Um, but yeah, I've been going to sleep to Aliens because it's only like fifty. It was only cost fifty cents to buy it on Amazon Prime and own it forever. I'm like, fuck yeah. And I've been going to sleep to Aliens, so I've gone to sleep to Aliens multiple times. Okay, because it used to be on HBO Max. And last night I'm going to sleep to it, and the part where they're like they're in the walls, they're surrounding us, man. I jumped up out of my sleep because what I heard it in my dreams. My first thought is, oh fuck, someone's about to get me. Ah! That's hilarious. I looked around, I was like, oh, fuck, Aliens is playing out. They haven't seen The Godfather. Any of them. Scarface or The Godfather? Scarface. They've seen Scarface? No, I'm saying I choose Scarface, but they haven't seen any of it. All right, I would say, if anything... Actually, no, maybe they have seen Scarface. If anything, in terms of mobster movies, there's three mobster movies, in my opinion, that I feel like everyone should watch. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack because I'm not including Goodfellas on this list. But as I would like to point out, I've never seen Goodfellas from beginning to end. Would even you though it's consider on fucking... Boondock Saints to be a mob type thing? That is a very difficult... I feel like that fall. I feel like it falls into the category of more like... They're, more... They're gangsters, but not mobsters? I feel like it falls in the category of more like action movies. But it's about gangsters. I don't know. Is that is a good question. But anyway, in terms of mobster movies, I rank these three: uh, Scarface, uh, Godfather one and two, tied. Don't watch three. No one should watch Godfather three. Everyone should stay the fuck away from Godfather three. Forget it even exists. Okay. And last but not least, Hoodlum. With um, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. I do love Lawrence Fishburne. Hoodlum. Great movie. Awesome movie. Bumpy Johnson. Watch it. But, uh, regardless. Uh, but yeah, like, it, in terms of movies, like, I feel like people should watch in their life. I feel like everyone should watch at least one that, like, go by genre. If we want to really go by it, let's go by, like, maybe a year genre or whatever. But I definitely say Terminator 2, um, Aliens, which shows, like, I'm a 90s kid. Moulin Rouge. Um, oh shit, no, I'm actually just saying movies that I really like. But alright, movies I feel like everyone should see. I feel like everyone should have at least seen The Thing. I like The Thing. I feel okay. like one, I don't know if this is necessarily, it's just like it's more of a new gen thing, but the one that, like, it was so, you know, it was just so because Avatar, I mean, was huge. See, here's the thing. Everyone talks about Avatar, and I was about to touch on that. I think Avatar's okay. I think it's a great movie, but honestly... I didn't watch Avatar until, like, I, I didn't watch it from beginning to end until I got with them, and we watched it a couple of months ago. I saw that thing 11 times in theaters. I just, I don't, like, I see the, like, I can't understand why some people are like, oh, this is, but honestly, me personally, I was like. Well, maybe it's because you didn't, when, if you had seen it when it came out, it was groundbreaking, the animation, the, the CGI, it was. Here's the thing, I, so many new. people, so many of my friends were hyping it up, and I was just like, eh. That's how I felt about Midsummer. But I think what it is, is... Remember I told you, like, my beef with the original Final Fantasy VII? It's that when someone overhypes something... It's not it overhyped, you just don't understand. It is the most convoluted fucking storyline since Kingdom Hearts! 
It's literally just Al Gore being in Square Enix had a baby. About climate and the environment. Oh my god. Anyway, um, I feel like everyone should have seen Aliens. I feel like everyone should have seen Shawshank Redemption. I feel like everyone should have at least watch. Have you seen the series, the movies that made us? I think it isn't there like AMC or some shit. No, it's on Netflix. I think it's on my watch list. You need to watch it. It's great. It's literally just like all the sh- like movie great movies they choose, and it's like the hiccups they had during filming. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna play my. Oh, this is my last track of the night. And then what me and Claire are gonna do? We're gonna do a little interesting thing. We're we're gonna choose one movie from 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010, current. See, like, movies that we feel like you have to at least watch from one or two movies from those gen- from that time that you have to at least watch. Which Claire probably won't remember many 1980s movies, but I've noticed I know a decent movies. amount of 80s movies, not okay, because I so. watched them in the 80s, because I wasn't born yet. Okay. But anyway, so my last track at night is, so originally I had another track on here, and I'm going to play that as a bonus track. Because I feel like some people have seen this, but this, I feel like no one talks about. So this is Black Swallowtail, which is the opening to Raka and the Six Braves. And this is done by Ouroboros. Here's a track.
I know what this episode title is going to be called RP Mooncake 2. We're back. Claire just informed me that Mooncake Mochi the second has perished. I call it suicide by starvation. She has perished. If you remember, like if you go back episodes ago, like a couple of seasons ago, Claire talking about like she was barely eating. And we both assumed like maybe it was hibernation or Molting. So I tried something. so many different things. And just, it just, um, wow. Um, yeah, that's the episode title, R.I.P. Mooncake Well, Mochi see, that, that is also my assumption. There's not necessarily a vet in the area that can treat these things. Um. Is there vets that deal with tarantulas? Maybe, but I haven't found one. See, now I gotta look this up real quick, and then we'll talk about this fucking anime. Hold on. Are there vets for tarantulas? Not bets. I s not bets! Who's betting on tarantulas? Alright, so according to this, as it is rare for tarantulas to need vet visits, Companies don't have insurance to offset medical expenses. Even if they did, we'd suggest you forget about it. Their premiums would exceed the possibility you'd never need the policy. I guess oh. I could have hit up Michael. Michael is the arachnologist at the Smithsonian. I, uh, wow. I haven't um, talked to him in a, years and years, but he knows spiders. Jesus. And arachnids. Anyway. R.P. to Mooncake Mochi the second. This, no, this. Oh, I, I just forgot to tell you. This happened like, like a while ago. How long is a while ago? Before Magfest? No, because I came down to wait. I came down to visit you when you got me the PS5. No, no, it was it was fine then. Like so. This yeah, because exactly I remember that. being yeah. there and like touching and like, oh, and you're like, oh yeah, she's been eating a little bit, very little. So this happened what? Back around Christmas. Honestly, I don't remember now. Well, we know when the goddamn spider died. Thanks, Claire. I don't even like spiders. Anyway, that was Black Swallowtail by Ouroboros. The opening to, and I had the name wrong, Raka Braves of the Six Braves of the Six Flowers. Uh, this all right? So this anime is literally only twelve episodes. It's not a long anime. 
It's a good anime, though. Um, on a second, let me see some here because I saw something. Let's see, series blah, blah, blah. first opening. All right, so actually, no, this is the second opening theme. So, uh, oh, Orbros is a visual K rock band. Okay. All right, so the concept of this anime is six people called the Braves of the Six Flowers are chosen by the goddess of fate to defeat the demon god. However, when they gather, there are seven heroes present, leading them to believe that one is an imposter and is on the side of the demon god. So, you have, so like, the whole concept of this anime is, you have the main character known as Adlet Mayer, who is the self-proclaimed strongest man in the world. He wants to become a saint, but apparently, um, he wants to become a saint or a brave. He can't become a saint because only women can become saints, and braves have to be um, chosen, so to say. Uh, and basically, when the braves show up to the area they're supposed to show up to to start their um, trek to defeating the demon god, there's seven of them. There's only supposed to be six, so they're like, all right, one of us is an imposter. So the characters are, you have Adlet, you have... Nashatania, who is a princess and the Saint of Blades. You have Fermi, who is a half um she is half fiend, half human, and is known as the gun saint of gunpowder. Um, you have Hans, who is a, an assassin who mimics a cat as he talks. Uh he fences with an otherworldly and procures skill. He's the only one who believes that the seventh brave is unaware of their own status and suspects that Adlet, the main character, is the seventh brave. Uh, you have Mora, who is, she's the leader of the saints, it's the saint of the mountain. Um, extremely serious and intellectual woman. Uh... You have Chamo, a little girl who is the most powerful warrior of the current age. She is the saint of swamps. Every kioma she has ever eaten lives in a swamp within her stomach. She vomits every time she uses them as weapons. Oh yeah, she can um vomit up demons. <laughs> she that eats demons horrifying. in a yeah. Uh, then you have Goldolf, who's a knight that serves the uh the blade, the saint of blades. Um. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Just this. Okay. I, I really need to read the mangas. Apparently, it's a light novel that's still going on. Apparently. Hmm. Oh, let's see. With the introduction the six volumes have been released as if. Oh, I guess it's over. Either way. The, basically, the anime has you guessing to the end of who is the imposter. Okay. And, like, it's... Oh, it's Among Us. Yeah, basically. Like, it's... And it's only 12 episodes. So you're going through these two episodes like, yo, it gotta be this person, it gotta be this person, it gotta be this person. And, like, when it gets to the end, like, it was dope. I'm like, alright, that was dope. And then it ends. I'm like, fuck, well, we're not getting another season. This is done. But, yeah, I definitely... If you ever get a chance... Watch Raka and the... I like the art style. I'll definitely try it. Raka and the Six Braves. Um, There's titties. I also like titties. titties. I like titties and the art style. I'm in. 
yeah, like th this anime is definitely a good anime. I need to see if I can find it again because I would like to rewatch this. But um, I think it's on Crunchyroll. I think I'm still logged into my Crunchyroll on your thing, unless it auto logs out. I think you are, but regardless. All right, so um, all right, so like I said before we went to break, we we're going to talk about like movies. We're each going to choose two movies from different eras that we feel like everyone should see, or we think are the best movies of that era. If you you know, take it how you want. So, for me, 80s. Um, hmm. I believe The Thing came out in the 80s, right? I will Google. Yeah, 1982, I think. Uh, yeah, 1982. So, definitely The Thing. Um, hmm. It's another 80s movie that I have watched religiously over and over again. Aliens came out in 1986, the year I was born. So were you born in 86? I was born in 86, Claire. I'm wait, old. what? I'm wait, old. I'm doing math. Oh wait, never mind. I'm bad at math in my head. I'm a little tired. I was thinking that you were 10 years older than me. You're not. No, I'm just 14 years older than this one. You are eight years older than me. Yeah. That was what the snapper. Like, you're younger than my mom. Wait, how old is your mom again? My mom's 50-something. My mother is in my her mom, mid-70s. My biological mother was 17 when she had me. My biological mother was also very young when she had me, but who knows okay, where she's this, at. This is not the wayward children of Teenage Mothers episode. We can do that another episode. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, all right, so your two movies from the 80s. All right, so I don't know a ton about the 80s movies, except for, so I know of Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. Okay. And anything John Hughes related. Breakfast Club. Okay, all right. I, that's definitely one I feel like everyone should watch. I feel like everyone should watch The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I don't know a lot of 80s movies. I mean, I do. Okay. I know a lot of, but I wouldn't consider them, like, must-watch, except for, like, those two, necessarily. Ferris Bueller's Day Off also is a John Hughes movie, which I highly enjoyed. Everyone I don't know if I consider watch. it, like, an everyone should watch. I liked it a lot. I feel like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, everyone should watch at least once in their life. I feel like, though, no, so what they need to do is they need to watch it as a kid and then watch it again as an adult because your viewpoint changes. I feel like everyone should just watch it in general because, to me, it's like, all right, you watch it as an adult... And, like, even if you watch it as a kid, I feel like watching it as an adult, it teaches everyone that, like, there's more to life than school and work. Sometimes you gotta take a day off. Yeah, no, I definitely yourself. that, but also a little bit of, when you're an adult, you just try to do your fucking job, man. Look, I feel like this, okay? As an adult, I will go to work religiously, okay? I will go to work, pay my bills, all that shit. But every now and then, I'll just call just a fucking call off. Man, fuck them. It's a job. I can go get another job. I do not answer to these people. These people have to pay me. I don't yeah. need them. So, they like, need top me. four John Hughes movies that are known is The Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Sixteen Candles, and Pretty in Pink. I've never seen the last two. So much Molly Ringwald. I hear that all the time. Anyway, all right, so, 90s. Um, hmm. Boy, 
need to think about this one. 90s. Oh, you know what? I can pinpoint this. All right, let me see when this came out. Uh... No. I'm look. I like Friday, but I'm not that big of a fan of Friday. Freaky Friday? No. I love Freaky Friday. Okay, Blade. Because to me, Blade basically kind of kicked off the comic book movie. It showed like, hey, here's a comic book movie. We could do it great. Because not since, oh god, I forgot about Batman '89. I'm fucking up. There's a lot of movies that came out there, like the original Batman, Michael Keaton Batman. But, um, Blade. Because to me, it was like, okay, this first R-rated uh, comic book movie, and it starred an African-American comic book character. Because I don't think Spawn had came out at this point. The movie. Oh, wait. It did? Oh, Spawn came out in 97. So it was the... Was it rated R? I feel like Spawn was rated R. Probably. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. Like any other Spawn films, it probably was. Actually, correct. Spawn is one of the first films to feature an African-American actor portraying a major comic book superhero. So, was it rated R? I can't tell. Uh, okay. Let me look this up. Okay, was Spawn... Yeah, Spawn was Spawn. Um. Okay, original Spawn, while viewed as a critical failure, what nearly made double nah. its box budget at the box office during a time when superhero films weren't a considerable draw. The film was ultimately rated PG-13, but the original cut was rated R. Um. I, I, I'm getting conflicting reports. Either way, it feels... I feel like Spawn... I think... Um, what was the first... R-rated... Comic... Book... Movie? It wasn't Deadpool! What? They're saying Deadpool was the first well, R-rated comic book movie. Blade was. Was Blade rated R? Rated R. Oh, no. Was Blade 1998 rated R? Yeah. Original Blade was rated R in 1998. Yeah, content rating, R, TV-14. I don't know, then. Yeah, so Blade was the first R-rated comic book movie, as far as I know. Okay, Spawn was rated PG-13. But regardless, I would say Spawn and Blade. Because growing up as a kid and reading comic books as a kid, you know, you had the X-Men, you had Spider- Like, I was introduced to, like, the X-Men and Spider-Man via Fox Kids, okay? My grandpa, on my mom's side, used to read comics all the time. He had a huge comic book collection, but as a kid, I really don't understand some of the stuff. I introduced to Marvel stuff as a kid and DC stuff as a kid because Batman the Animated Series, 
Spider-Man, the animated series, and X-Men, the 90s stuff, okay? So, and while watching these shows, I noticed, like, there's not many characters that are portrayed as, you know, because I'm biracial, half black, half Puerto Rican, that are, like, I can relate to, so to say, all right? And now here comes Blade in the, like, on the Spider-Man show, and then the movie, and then you had Spawn, which the toys were coming out because the comics were already out. And I'm like, oh, man, I looked at the Spawn toys all the time. I was like, oh, man, I really want a Spawn toy. I never got one. And we sell so many Spawn toys that give us all. One of these days, like, look, once we move, I might start collecting, like, bigger stuff. But we got to, like, configure a room and shit like that. Because right now, I don't have the room as it is. Growing up, my friend Aaron had all the Spawn toys. But it's just I don't room. think we're going to have the room once we, once we move. Because we have to get as long, if, if you can drill in your walls... <laughs> I don't put up shelves. I'm considering it. But, um, but yeah, so to me, that like it portrayed like, okay, these are two big movies and they're African American actors that are getting shine. Because I mean, that's that, so nice for you because let me tell you, not a lot of Asian stuff going on in the 90s. So Jubilee. my parents just had us watch. So, yeah, did we watch Mulan on a loop? <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Tell like, me. that is, like, the only movie we watched. It's not even Korean. It's Chinese. Like, All right, so, Koreans uh, didn't exist at this time, so basically. for you, 90s movies. All right, so this is tough because I was born in the 90s, and there's two movies where it's, like, I was raised on these, um, but they're not the ones I would pick from the 90s because okay. I saw some... Which ones would you pick? So, The Fifth Element. Definitely a good pick. I feel like and it's movie everyone should are see. Are we agreeing, or is this regular movies, or does this include anime? Anime can be included, because they're movies. You know, my favorite movie came out in the 90s, and that is Prince... Ghost in the... Okay. A... All right, that counts. That counts. Okay. All right, so early 2000s. I so would anything definitely... from 2000 to 2010, right? I would say yes, so I need to look this up real quick. Damn, that's a 99 film. Shit. I was going to say The Matrix. Oh, I love... You're right. The Matrix is 90s. I love The Matrix. Yeah, that's a 99, so it won't count. Um, hmm. God, there's so... Oh, God, there are so movies that... There are some good movies in the... Yeah, the 2000s. I'm trying to think, like, what? I'll go then. Um, So, for me, it would be Shrek. Okay. I love Shrek. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was one that I oh feel like God, I don't know if it would be for an everyone thing, but for me, it's it's just super nostalgic. My dad and I watched it when I was a kid. I feel like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is one of the movies where like it's literally lost in the annals of time, but it won so many awards when it came out. It was so highly lauded, and like people forget about it. See, I didn't but even it, realize it won awards. Like it's just something that I feel I like. It's like my dad was liked it, and so we watched it, and it had Asian people, which was different. And, like, Michelle Yeoh finally got her Oscar. Like, finally. Oh, uh, let's see. Accolades, yeah. 73 Academy, look, the 73rd Academy Awards. It was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Foreign Language Film, Best oh. Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, Best Original Song. It won, so all those nominations, it won four of the nominations. Best Original Score, Best Cinematography, Best Art Direction, Best Foreign Language Film. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I loved it. And oh, it Golden has Globes that, you know, it won um it won three awards at the Golden Globes. Uh there's a lot of like it it was look, that thing Honestly, was... I didn't realize so at the time that it I watched it, I didn't even know it had won awards. I just figured it was another, you know, Asian movie that no one knew about because anytime I'd even bring this up to anybody, they'd never even heard of it mostly really like people my age at least because i mean in 2000 we were i was six or seven. Oh my god uh oh yeah, I, gladiator I loved it, gladiator. Oh, gladiator did gladiator come out in the 90s gladiator came out in 2000 oh not 90s 2000 yeah. i remember my parents were watching the watching gladiator and like i snuck down the stairs to tr be like "Ooh, i'm gonna go watch a rated r movie but i had no idea what was happening i got really bored and i was like I'm <laughs> Look, i got really bored i have no idea what's happening i'm going back but then i did watch it again as an adult and it was more entertaining because i understood what was happening but i would definitely say gladiator um when did the mummy movies come out i want to say 2000s 2001 is The Mummy Returns, so the original Mummy was 99. Alright, um... I'm gonna say this, and the sad part is, it's it's officially... We're recording this, so it's gonna be heard, and it's gonna kill me. Because I know Miranda, the mother of my third son, is gonna give me such shit if she ever hears this. I was gonna say, you could always edit it this out. This is number one, really you wanted. stay neutral. No. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. Like, the entire Lord of the Ring trilogy. Because... But the Fellowship of the Ring is the worst one. It's the beginning. But it's the worst one. It but, yeah, really goes say, in descending order from the last. I would say the entire trilogy. Because as much as I want to say the Star Wars prequels... Those do not exist. I don't like Jar Jar Binks. Um, Attack of the Clones... It was just like literally what ruined that movie. It was the chemistry. Whiny little bitch ass. No, well that and the like Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman are both great actors individually, but they had no on-screen chemistry, and it made it super unbelievable. Like for me, it was like Anakin's little whiny bitch ass, and then fucking just his awkwardness. He is just so it's so cringe. It is so fucking crisp. I'm like, you're supposed to be Vader? You? You're the most cringiest fucker. But then you had, um, was it Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Revenge sure. of the Sith. When I saw he, that in theaters, actually, well, with my dad. Say, well, I didn't see what my my dad had already passed at this point. Um, one of, the, one of his biggest regrets was he, I don't know if my dad ever got to see Phantom Menace. He really wanted to see it. I don't know if he got to see it before he passed. I would like to think he did, because at this point, um that was like showing circulating on tv so i'm hoping he did i never i never knew uh because again he was a huge star wars fan but um revenge of the sith when i went to see that at the two dollar movies up here in colonial park mall in harrisburg pa and because i had to go to work early that day i was like you know i'm gonna go see revenge of the sith before i go to work and i was like oh my god like see look i always and i say this there's a lot of shows i watch i'm like and I get to the point now, I was like, this is when you see the hero turning to the dark side. Like, 
And I base it off of like the descent of Anakin Skywalker becoming Vader. Because he's like, have you seen all the memes about I have the high ground though? Oh yeah, that that <laughs> meme is just look. Because you have all right, you have Anakin in the beginning. He's this little cute innocent. No, boy. it's just like the whole like, and, why does the high ground matter? Like, it's a common in physics. It because here's the thing: like, someone has to come to you. No, it, it's different. Like, there's no, there's a whole thing where even the director was like, I don't even know what was happening. Like, uh, 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 but no, the prequels will never hold a candle to the original <laughs> anyway. Shut up. Like, I swear, Princess Leia in that golden bikini was like lesbian awakening. But um, anyway, you have Anakin begins sweet innocent. Second act, he is the most cringiest fucking teenage boy. Just hormones and lust. And I'm like, yo, Obi-Wan, come on now. He's a teenage boy. Like, you, you expect him to control. But he's so fucking cringe and whiny and bitchy. I'm like, well, someone kill this man, please. And then here come the third act. And he is just. He's dark as shit. He, he just goes straight fucking. He didn't look back. He was like, fuck it. I'm going in. Like He was Daenerys in the last scene was in the Game of Thrones. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about uh -huh. that. But, um. To me, the funniest thing I find out, I, I, the most hilarious thing I find funny, it's a meme I've seen recently, where they're talking about, like, um, Anakin's talking about, like, his, uh, it's a meme where Anakin and Padme is having that talk, and he's like, you know, oh, the Jedi Council, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you don't have to work for the Jedi. You can quit. I'm rich and a senator. Like, we're made, I, we got it made. Like, you can sit on your ass and not do shit all day long. And it's like, end credits. I'm like, well, fuck, like, but regardless, but my biggest complaint about the that third movie, though, I blame Obi-Wan. I blame Obi-Wan. Because when Padme showed up to where Anakin was, and he's like, why is he here? And Obi-Wan stands at the top of the thing, and she's like, I didn't bring him. He's like, liar. All Obi-Wan had to say was, I snuck on the ship. He didn't say shit. Anakin <laughs> just starts force choking Padme. He's like, let her go. That's all you're going to say? Let her go? You're not going to fess up to the fact you snuck on her ship? That you purposely told her what the fuck she was doing? Because you knew she was going to go no, run off No, he wouldn't him? have believed him anyways. No, no, fuck that. Obi-Wan is the cause of that whole situation. Because had he not went to Padme and told her what the fuck Anakin was doing, that's some shady shit. This is supposed to be your boy. You went telling Padme, his wife, what the fuck he was doing or what he no, had done. is against the rules, wife. Don't matter. You went, this is supposed to be your boy, your homie, your brother. You went to him like, he's not his, his boy. He's his student. His, no, like, but he, at the end, he was like, were, no, but he was like, you're, my, you were my brother, Anakin. Literally, he went to his brother. That's like me. That's like me going to Jules and be like, hey. Claire's been up to some shady shit. Just so I can follow Jules so I can find out where you're at. That is some grimy, low-down shit. Because that's what he did. He went to her... I mean, to be her... fair, the fate of the universe was at stake. No, no, fuck that. He went to her telling her all this shit. Knowing she was going to chase after Anakin. And then snuck on her ship and caused that whole situation. It was going to happen anyways, promise. No, fuck that, okay? Fuck that. I blame Obi-Wan for that whole situation. Like, it's not his fault Anakin's a little bitch boy like Shinji. Alright, so, alright, what two movies from 2000s would you say? 
I already said my 2000s. What was it? Remember, it was the fifth element and... No, that was uh, 90s. Oh, wait, no, that was 90s. It was, um... Shit, I said two movies. It was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Shrek. Yeah, Shrek, okay. Um... 2010, see, that's a hard one. I don't remember a lot of movies from the 20s. I don't really... But regardless, like, um, we're going to play Claire's last track at night, then we're going to wrap it up because it is running late. Claire, what's your last track of the night? My last track of the night is Graphite Diamond by, I want to say, Maine, which is the first opening to Azure Lane, the, the animation. Okay, here's the track. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right. That was Graphite Diamond by Mayan from Titty Lane the Animation. I'm joking. Azure Lane the Animation. But according to Claire, there's lots of titties. There are lots of titties. Honestly, <laughs> it's not the best anime because of the dialogue, but it has the potential to be a good anime. It's based on a mobile game. I was going to say, this is a mobile game that they turned into anime. It is. But, you know, it's very it's very similar to the to Contact Collection. Con, Concale. Um, Kante Cole. Kante Cole. The yeah. Contact Collection. It's very similar to Contact Collection. It is Battleship Girls, but instead of being all lolly bait, it's only half lolly bait and then titties. I'm going to have to look. Because, uh, all right, so... This is something that's kind of been annoying me lately. There's a lot of, like, mobile games. Yeah. That, like, are, like, have a lot of, like, anime, like, you know, type vibes to it. Yeah. And then it turn into an actual anime. And it's like... Yeah. And it's like, why? For what? Like, Honestly, one of... like, I... If I... I just wanted to change the dialogue. And I'm like, this could have been a great anime. I kind of know that was your... It's kind of been your... um. What's the word I'm looking for? Your um, underlying, like, theme that you went for for the night. Like, it's not that good of an anime. But I think it could have been better. I thought you were going to say titties for a second. And the theme was supposed to be, like, oh, anime that flew under the radar that you think that didn't get enough, like, you know, like, you feel like people should watch. But you're saying, like, you should not watch this anime. It's horrible. You want to guess the fucking topic? I mean, I feel like people should still watch it because I enjoyed Azure Lane. Is that a... You should watch it if you like Yuri just because we have to support all the Yuri we can. There's not enough out there. But Azure Lane, it's not great, but I've seen it three times all the way through. How many episodes is this? Uh, Let's see. It is 12 episodes. Not that long. Is it on Crunchyroll or something? It is on Hulu. Is there an uncensored version? No. Huh. There was another um, thing I was going to put on this list, but that could also be in the category of I can't believe this is in hentai, which... Um, <laughs> it, should we do a part two on that? We could. I would need to wait because all the manga I'm reading right now is like hentai adjacent but there's no anime yet. And I'm like, I need these. The one I was telling you about with the, the lesbian brothels. Oh my God. I, just, I still need to find this. So I, I found one a lot like it. It's about a high school girl who can't afford shit. And so she accidentally becomes a prostitute because of her friend. It's called I Will Not Sleep With You For Free or something like that. Lots of lesbian sex everywhere. Anyway, so normally me and Claire ramble on about Pokemon at this part of the episode. I still have not been playing Pokemon even since the update. Same. Because Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Because Tears of the Kingdom. So we're for the next couple of weeks, or the next couple of episodes, this one, instead of Pokemon, we're going to talk about Tears of the fucking Kingdom. <laughs> I think tonight, whenever I get done recording with you, I'm going to try to get to... Um, I'm trying to get the Sky Temple and start working my way towards... No, not Sky Temple. Uh, Sky Tower for the area I'm in. And start working my way towards the next temple. While also getting geoglyphs along the way. Oh, yeah. 
I have to. I'm just gonna finish up this window. I think I found it actually. I have to. I have to reload. I don't remember where I left off. There's this one geoglyph that's on the side of a hill, which makes it very annoying to find the pool. Is it in the snow? Time. No, it's in not in the snow. I found that one. It's in the side of God. Also, did you know there's apparently three maps? You have there, the, there, there's three the baseland. You have the sky. Uh -huh. I don't know. Is it the underground? Yeah. 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 Like. Just, I'm afraid to do the underground because they're like you'll not just lose the hearts in the way you like get take damage, you lose those hearts. Oh no, this this game. I don't think anything's beating this for game of the year. Not yet. I don't know because like we still have FF Seven Part Two. Yeah, yeah, I know, like, I know it won't win because it's Japanese. Not I guess even that. I'm Japanese. talking about like in terms of us, like. You know, normally we're like, all right, like last year, I think game of the year was um, Metroid God Prime. God of War. Last year. God of War came out last year? Wait, did God of War come out last year? It did come out last year in October. Oh, yeah. wait, no. Year before last, it was Metroid um, Metroid Dread. This year, I think it was, it was, for me and you, it was a tie between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. Let's see. I'm Is looking at when Metroid Prime came out. Oh, Metroid Dread. 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 Oh, Dread. Yeah, they came out year before last. Metroid Dread came out in... 2021. Oh, yeah. What else came out in 2021? I don't know. I don't think much really did. I mean, other than the Pokemon... Was it the Pokemon DLC? Alright, so big titles of that year. Resident Evil Village came out that year. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, you know what won that year, though? I, I remember this. I, Last of Us 2? It Takes Two. Oh, yeah, it did. I remember, oh, yeah, because we were watching the Game Rewards, and we are like, this isn't a fucking... Um... It was actually a great game, though. I did like it, but I was, like, surprised that a game that requires two people mm -hmm. took Game of the Year for that. I think because it was the underlying, me underlying meaning. But, um, I, um... What else? Life is Strange, True Colors came out. Kennebridge of Spirits, Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, or um, yeah, Shining Pearl. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out that year. I heard true. That's I, that's, I have it. That's, that's on my. That's on my it. summer. That's on my summer game challenge. Uh, Metro Dread, yes. Uh, Mario Party Superstar Outriders came out that year. Near Replicant remake came out. That I year. think, like I said, I think. Um, as much as I want to give Village game of the year, that it was Metroid Dread for me. Because it was just, was that good of a game? It, it would be Metroid Dread for me as well. But right now, for this year, right off the rip, I'm saying Tears of the Kingdom has probably won game of the year for me. Short of the new Final Fantasy and um, uh, what's the other thing that... I know Final... Alright, so we got Street Fighter Six. It, like this month alone. Well, FF7 June. Remake Part 2! Yeah, but that's not till winter. Yes. And you know, I'm not going to play that. I'm going to play it immediately. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Oh, so, shit. Like, the special edition for Metro Dread is going for about 120 bucks. Don't you have that? I got it for 60, man. Anyway, yeah, I um, have a lot of editions but yeah, like just i this game is like there's so much you can do in this game and it's like we've i've you have i feel like you've barely scratched the surface i did see something though Me? somebody was like 
oh, I saw something online. It was like someone has beaten the game already in like 94 minutes. I'm like, why? Do don't get me wrong. You think they glitched I, out though? Is the thing? I don't know. Like all I know is this: I get there are people out there that like do speed run shit and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Fine. Good. Kudos to you. But I feel like there are some games like, all right, if like you beat the game once, like all right, I play all the Resident Evils, okay, and then after I beat the game, then I try to go through and speed run the shit or get the highest rank shit like that. That's after the fact. But I sit there and enjoy the game. I hate people that like, I'm just going to rush through this and play it. Oh, uh, no. See, I'm the opposite. Like, I am a 100%er. See, and that's fine, too. But you're still taking your time to enjoy the fucking oh, game. for sure. Miss, I play through Persona 5, then Platinum Persona 5 Royal. Now I'm probably 100% Persona 5 Royal on the fucking Switch. We'll see. Anywho. I'm also going to get it for the Steam Deck. All right, so... We have two bonus tracks tonight. Um, let me make sure I have the name of the second track correct. Uh, just got to check something. Um, oh, wow. I pulled up fucking... Um, I just pulled up my... Uh, what's it called? Um, YouTube. And... Oh, wow. Awesome. There... There's a trailer for Five Nights at Freddy movie. Oh, oh it's an official teaser. Anyway. Uh, so I pull up the thing and it's like Final Fantasy 16 official party members overview trailer. I'm actually looking forward to this Final Fantasy. I just don't know if I'm going to have time to actually play it. So, alright, let's see. What was Oh, One Piece Red soundtrack. I think it's called... Um, Oh, I said retrograde. It's rebirth. What is that? Oh, yep, it is new genesis. Okay. State. Next winter. Oh wait, what? Yeah, winter twenty twenty three. No, Final Fantasy VII remake part two rebirth officially called Final Fantasy VII rebirth released next winter for PS five. This generally means the period of December March, meaning that we will be waiting until two thousand twenty four. Oh, okay. That sucks for you. It does suck for me. But it's I like, might, I had to I, wait two years for that what that last Ruby season. Look, was, I'm definitely wait. considering getting Final Fantasy season. Oh, wait, no, but this other Game Rant says it's scheduled for 2023. Although, I don't know when I'm going to find the time. To... Here's the thing. I want to get Street Fighter 6, I want to get Diablo 4, and I'm going to get Final Fantasy 16. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to find the time to play these shits. At all. Because I got my Summer's Game Challenge coming up. And I really don't want to add them to the Summer's Game Challenge because the whole point of the Summer's Game Challenge is to try to play games that you've either started already or beat or yeah. things like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking God, about I'm trying glad to do... we don't stream this shit. I was thinking about trying to do the Summer Game Challenge, but like for every season. What, like pick one? Oh, you mean do it like every season? Like, wow, that is interesting. Because my backlog is so fucking big. Yeah, but here's a. <laughs> size yeah. queen but here's the thing with that but here's the thing with that though so imagine it this way all right so when do most games come out for me it's pretty spread out no i'm saying like when do most games come out fall fall is the big is like the big thing oh, for like it's a right lot before of the holiday season right so imagine if you were like all right i'm gonna do the fall summer game challenge and you choose 10 games to be Along with the newer games coming, you're back all with just the summer game challenge, the whole purpose of it, which is really weird because I wish we'd have known this 
of something like this as kids. When we had time. Well, that's the difference is like, yes, so a lot of games come out in the fall, but how many games that come out in the fall do I actually buy and play? I mean, you buy a lot, other season. but do you play? Compared to the other season. I, I don't know if you see. Player, let me ask you this. All right. How many? All right. That's my Switch wall. Yeah. I Jesus Christ. And that's just that's for just pesky, physical right? Switch. Okay. Because I was going to say, I have work tomorrow, but thank you. <laughs> that's just for the physical Switch. Okay. So, like. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, so my backlog is up to about 500 now. I can't eat those. Because Ooh, I, I'm in and out well, of hand. I wouldn't be so, able to like that. That's why I do the Go-Gurts because it's just real quick. I, I definitely drunk buy because I have this game on Steam. I'm like, I did not buy that. <laughs> all right, let me ask this. How many, all right, not including Tears of the Kingdom, how many games have you bought this week? Actually, none. Wait, no. Okay. Uh, one. What was that? I actually rebought um DS, 3DS, um Fire Emblem Awakening. I ha I own that permanently because Carmen had bought um the special edition Fire Emblem Awakening 3DS for me. Mm -hmm. That's my first 3DS, and I just gifted that to someone else because it wasn't holding that good of a charge no more. But I was still able to port over mm. that via the SD card onto my new 3DS. Yeah. So. so I'm re rebuying from my old collection the games that I yeah. traded in. Yeah, the amount of 3DS games I got is fucking ridiculous. And DS games as well. So, so yeah, but, I did end up buying that just to add to my, re like my collection again. I will probably replay it at some point. I also own it digitally, but I like to have physical copies, okay. you know? Outside of Tears of the Kingdom... How many games have you bought this month? Month? So I don't buy as much now that I work don't work at GameStop as often. Mm -hmm. Um, I only buy what I keep have pre-ordered currently now, really. So this month alone, I think I've only bought like three or four games. Okay, that's actually not bad compared to like how. Because here's the thing with you: you always for people. I that see don't deals. Know, I'm a deals person. Well, no, no. Here's what the issue I find with Claire is. So it's like, hey, here's a collector's edition of this. Clara will buy a $200 collector's edition of something. Just be like, but it's a collector's edition. Yeah. So I haven't even opened my Tears of the Kingdom collector's edition yet. Keep that shit boxed then. I Keep am. Because somebody will buy that oh, shit. Oh, no, I'm keeping that shit. Yeah, so. I'm going to, I've, I've bought enough to make like a Tears of the Kingdom shrine. So what I think I might do this year for my summer game challenge, because I have all these older systems. And I have newer systems. So I might do like maybe choose four systems, pick two games for each system, and then the last. No one asked you, assistant number one! Now, how, now how much you actually want to hold on to what you're about to say? Wow! Like, I can't. Wow! <laughs> anyway. Two games per system. Choose four of my systems, my older ones. Two games per system, and then like the last two will be like something on like current gen system or something or whatever. Like so, I might choose two for the 360. I'm not gonna play anything on the PS3 because for me to like hook that up and just play with that fucking monster is just fucking ridiculous. Um, two things on the PS2. Um, two things on my Super Nintendo Classic, and maybe two things on my Dreamcast. 
I feel like older games will be easier because they were just shorter back then. Depends, because like, you got all right. So if I like case point, if I'm like, all right, if I decide I'm going to play, uh, what the fuck do I have? If you're playing anything but Persona, you should be okay. Because I kind of want to rebeat. Um, so I've beaten the first Golden Sun. I've never beaten Golden Sun two. So I kind of want to beat that. Or one, I kind of want to play one of the games that's on my DS as well. But like. I know Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely on my list. I think that's a shorter one, so that's a good one to have on your list. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a shit ton. Like th th this fucking thing. Like I feel like Tears of the Kingdom should count for like two games. It won't, and you know, I, you know, I'm not gonna count that for ah. two games. Oh god, don't even so, get me started on 360. All games. right, so what do you think? What do you think your list is gonna be? Like just um, off the top of your head. Guardians is definitely on there. I'm considering Alan Wake, maybe? I've heard good things about Alan Wake. Let me know if you like it, then I'll consider trying it. Oh, no, it's a good game. Um, um, I Oh, I started a Plague Tale uh, Requiem, finally. Oh. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem? Sorry yeah, I finally started it. I loved the storyline from the last Ooh, one. Oh, I know. Oh. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's definitely on there. Haven't you already played that? I have it, but I haven't beaten it. Because all oh. of the Summer Game Challenge is to play games that you either haven't started yet, or games you've started but never yeah. finished. I'm just surprised you never finished it, honestly. Because I started getting to a point, I got to the X-Men Mansion, and then I kind of... No, actually, no. I got to Doctor Strange's thing, and then I fell off. I forget why. Um... I forget, uh, did you play Gotham Knights? I had it, and I got rid of it. You know why? Because I traded it in for something else that was much better. I traded it for God of War Ragnarok. Because, I'm sorry, Gotham Knights is not a $70 fucking game. And they bought that game for me, too. Gotham Knights? Did I? Yeah, when we first moved in, you bought it for me. Well, you I was went back with me. I was going to have it for co-op, if you had a co-op, but it didn't have co-op. Like, a uh, local co-op. You know, as much as we get on Cheyenne about being goldfish, dear God. Uh, dear. You can say Cheyenne's goldfish. Our roommate, Cheyenne, she has the mentality of a goldfish some days. Oh. 27 others, lots of voices. I don't remember a lot of shit. Do you remember buying me the coach sweater? Yes. $350 fucking sweater. They remember I did, that. Cause I also, because I brought my brother a pair of sweatpants. Same day. Anywho, but yeah, so I'm keeping my summer game challenge to like. Oh, I started Soul Hackers too. So did I. <laughs> I never finished it. I haven't like I got. I got distracted by. I got. I got, I got the third party member because it's on Game Pass. I also have the third party member. I got the third party member. And that's when I stopped playing. Me so too. I'm like, because here's the thing. I find like with some games, like if it's a JRPG. Oh, actually, Tokyo Ghostwire is probably gonna be on my list too. Oh, so I have that. Too. Yeah, because it's on Game Pass. Uh, I have I find, it on PC. I find like most um, JRPGs I can deal with if I don't have to do a bunch of reading. I feel like right? our summer Game Pass is going to be very similar this year. Oh, God. Like, because uh, when when are the next time we're recording? We will be recording uh, basically the last week of May. So, uh, do we want to do our anime focus? Next episode? Might as well. Okay, so next episode will be sort out online. 
And we're going to include... Get a Sword lot of Online. Lisa. Look, Sword Art Online. Sword and Online Gun Gale. Yeah, Gun Gale. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Under... Uh, a War of, of the Underworld. War of the Underworld. Oh, sorry about that. War of the Underworld. Alicization. Ordinal Scale. All the shit. Everything. Everything Sword Art Online. Uh, Claire might include it from... What was the spinoff of Gun Gale? That was the spinoff of Gun Gale. Oh, it's called Gun Gale. Not se- all right. Season two is just season two, and then season two is its own thing. Gun Gale al- is a spinoff al- from season two. Is a spinoff from season. Okay, two. so that's why I was talking. Either way, all things sort of online. So we have two bonus tracks. One is from an anime called Darker Than Black, which I was going to put on this because it's not an anime I watched on Netflix, but I feel like people kind of know about that. But at the same time, I don't know if you ever get a chance. Definitely go check it out. I didn't finish it. Um, I think it's still on Netflix. What is it? Darker Than Black. Uh, it's the opening to that. Well, the first opening. And then the second bonus track is from the One Piece Red movie um, by Ado called New Genesis, which is the opening song that Yuta plays at the beginning of the movie. Darker Than Black is not on Netflix. Then maybe it took, might be on Hulu. Either way, if y'all get a chance, there's a whole, like, we have a lot of anime on this list that people should check out. There's a lot um, of good anime on Netflix right now, though. Check this out. Right. When I typed in Darker Than Black, guess what popped up? All right. What? Kipping, don't watch Vinland Saga. I like the first season, but second season there. There's a pacing issue. Darwin's Game, Cowboy Bebop, Cyberpunk, Edge Runner, uh, Be the Beginning, Death Note, The Original, Demon Slayer, Erased, Spriggan, I've never seen, um, Kabanar. Kabanari of the Iron Fortress, Uncle from Another World, Devilman Crybaby are the top ones that pop up after that. Did we play it? Oh, wait, no. We played the um, ending track to Kabanari of the Iron Fortress because it was an Ame track. Oh, yeah. Oh, look what popped up. Speaking of which, have you finished Violet Evergarden? Yes. Yes, I finally did. All Um, of it. All of it. The the original anime? The original yeah. anime, the special episode. I haven't watched the special episode or the, or the movies yet. Okay. I finished it and I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I will say, you know, I, I feel like I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say this on camera. But I can kind of understand, like, knowing you and knowing the stuff you've been through, I now understand your, not really your obsession, but your... Fascination. Like, fascination with this anime. I understand it now. But anyway, um... So those are the bonus tracks. Uh, we will be back in two weeks for a sort of online episode. Probably be I call either. all the Lisa songs. It'll probably either be Memorial Day, all Memorial Day or Memorial Day weekend. One day, actually, no, it won't be Memorial Day weekend because we have the baby shower slash gender reveal. I have my fa- grandfather's funeral. That too. So uh, it'll be like either the thirtieth of May or sometime during the first couple of days of June. Regardless, um, she's Claire. I'm Daryl. It's been Senpai's playlist. The words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. And as always, Wu-Tang forever. Go play Tears of the Crystal Kingdom. Attach a flaming dragon. You see the Crystal Kingdom? I mean, Tears of the Kingdom. Take a flaming dragon head, attach it to a boomerang, and let it rip. And don't beat the hands. Oh, God, not the hands. Oh, God. uh, Just those hands. Look. (laughs) I did... Anyway, this episode time is going to be... I'm waiting until, like, fucking... I get really strong. I am not fighting no Shadow Ganon clones. Fuck that. I 
kind of want to go after it again. It's just like a Lionel. You got to learn its patterns and perfect dodge a shit ton. Have fun, Claire. Let me know how that works out. I will. Thank you and good night. Full of cries, hearts filled with lies. The contract is it worth the price? A soul pledged to the darkness. Now I've lost it. I know I can kill. Does truth exist beyond the gates?
Yeah, you can. 